0: Radioinfluence.com. The future is now. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your
1: host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm excited today. Today, we're going to talk about the power of thought, how to manage your thoughts, how to control your thoughts, and how to contain negativity with your thoughts. How do you contain it? Years and years ago, I had saved $35, and I'd placed it in a cigar box, and I'd written my name Jimmy Money. Jimmy Money. And I'd written that in a marker on the cigar box. My mother made the suggestion, let's go open up a savings account. And I was so excited. I'd never been to a bank, ever. And so we were living in Moorhead, Kentucky, home of uh, Moorhead State University. We'd moved uh, from the hills. We're still in the hills of eastern Kentucky. Uh, But here we are in downtown Moorhead going to the only bank in town and I've got my cigar box, Jimmy Money, with my precious $35, and I opened up my first savings account. I was fired up, and I remember handing over the cigar box. About 10 days later, unbeknownst to my mom or dad, I got on my bike, and I rode it downtown to the bank. I walked into the bank because, you know, I'm part of the bank now, right? I'm uh, A depositor and I have an account. uh, So I'm part of this bank. And I walked up to the teller and I said, My name is Jimmy Fannin and I would like to see my money. So she looked up my my account and she acknowledged that, yes, I did have money. And I said, Well, I'd like to see it. And she was kind of flummoxed and she uh, opened up the cash drawer and she showed me a 20 a 10, and a 5. And I said, where's my cigar box? And she didn't know what to do. Uh, I said, well, could I see someone? I want to see my money in my cigar box. So the manager of the bank, who uh, knew my mother, said, well, you know, we may have thrown it out. And I was so disappointed that was my cigar box. Because in that box... It contained all of my thoughts about money. Let me give you an example. Just before I made that deposit, I had thought about money seriously because I went to my grandmother and I said, Granny, can you loan me a dollar, one dollar? And my grandmother said, you would like for me to loan you one dollar? I said, yes. So she reaches into her purse and she Pulls out a crisp $1 bill and she hands me $1. The next day, my grandmother said, I would like to have my dollar back. You need to repay your loan and I'm charging you 10% interest. I'm like, what? You know, I don't even know what that is. She said, well, you're going to have to pay back that dollar because it was a loan, but because I'm able to loan it for you, so you could go buy candy or toys or whatever you're going to do with it, uh, I have to charge you uh, so a small fee called interest. So you need to pay me back my dollar and give me 10 cents. What? Well, I'd already spent the dollar, and I didn't have the dollar, and I definitely didn't have the 10 cents. I'm like seven years old. So I then go to my mother and said, Mom, will you give me a dollar? Very clear not to uh, borrow from my mother. And she said, what for? And I said, well, it's something with granny. Now, she didn't do a deep dive and go, well, what's the deal with granny? I said, Mom, will you give me $1.10? And she said, for granny? I said, Yes. She gave me one dollar and ten cent. I then went and paid my grandmother off one dollar and ten cent, and now I don't have to pay my mom. So I may have stumbled onto a junior Ponzi scheme where I'm borrowing from one to uh, from Peter to pay Paul. But that's exactly what happened. But all of my thoughts about money were contained. Now, having to pay my grandmother back did not impact my Little League performance that afternoon because I kept those thoughts contained in my financial arena, containment. In the SCORE system, which is the only proven program uh, that attracts a peak performance mindset called the zone, and that's what this show is about. It's about being in the zone, elongating, staying in the zone in every aspect of your life, but you need to contain your thoughts, So you're more than a business person. You're more than a a father. You're more than a friend. You're all of those things. And you also have your own personal finance. But when you're thinking about finance, do you have it contained? Or do you notice that you just lost on paper $5,000 because the stock market changed, and you leave that arena of personal finance And now you drag it into your spouse arena, complaining about how much money we've lost on paper. And does that impact going out that night? Are you so bummed that now I don't want to go out with friends? Am I so bummed about the negativity in this one aspect of my life that I actually take it to work? I now need more money. I I need a raise. The average person has two to 3,000 thoughts every single day. And those thoughts come in a few second bursts. You could have it for a second or you could hold a thought for several minutes. And those thoughts are either about the future or they're about the past. You can't have a future and past tense thought simultaneously. And they're either positive or they're negative. You cannot hold a positive and a negative thought simultaneously. It's either one or the other. But the question is, Do you contain your thoughts, and do you think in terms of these containers? So let's talk about the different buckets, the different containers. We call them in the score system, life arenas, self. Well, that's all thoughts, which is not all 2,000, 3,000 thoughts. These are thoughts just about you personally, thoughts about your wellness, your fitness, uh, sleep, nutrition, what you want to eat the next day what you want to eat the next meal. Those are all thoughts just about you, just about you. You may have thoughts about your work, but those are only thoughts about work. So if something happens negative in the work arena, you contain them and, and you don't come and bring them home. And you don't let a negative in one aspect of your life hop a ride inside the other containers of your life. That's how you have the proverbial bad day, where one thought in one arena impacts and spoils all of them. This happens every second of every day around the world, people not containing those negative thoughts. And inside these containers, there's a coach, co-coaches, and then there's players. And their thoughts have an impact inside those arenas. So in my self arena, well, my spouse may have to remind me to hydrate all the time. So she is a coach, possibly, a nutritionist, a doctor telling me that I have high blood pressure and I need to take something. Um, that's a coach inside that arena. It, in terms of the parenting arena, we're, we're co-coaches, and that's a tough arena. And in a relationship, they're co-coaches my spouse, significant other, and I. At work, I have a boss who's the coach, but maybe I'm a boss, I'm the coach, and my subordinates or my uh, direct reports, those are the players. But all of those thoughts are to be contained. And that's the whole point of this show. Can you contain negative thinking and leave it in one arena and not drag it into every aspect of your life? thinking in arenas, containing these thoughts or compartmentalizing these thoughts, it's going to help you be successful. And it's going to ensure that every day is going to be a great day. 1494, Columbus set sail to literally find a a route to the East Indies, the the eastern uh, part of the world. And they stumbled on... uh, the Dominican Republic. They had the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Santa Maria being the largest of the ships that Columbus, uh, his group, came to the New World, discovering Americas. But the unique thing about these ships is that they were single hold ships. And the Santa Maria near Haiti hits a reef, gets a ground, and it fills up full of water, and it sinks. Well, a lot of people have their minds like the Santa Maria, single hole, where one thing happens, it spoils everything. It's almost like a a bouillon-based soup. Well, all the ingredients are great, but if I have too much salt, the whole thing's ruined. And that's how life can be. If I have too many negative thoughts about my financial container or arena, well, it can ruin the whole day. It can ruin everything I'm about. Containing thoughts is the secret. And the Titanic literally had it right. That was the first ship that its hull was not a single hull, like the Santa Maria that could fill up full of water, and it sinks, it sinks. But the Titanic had compartments in the bowels of the ship, and it was to contain damage to the hull. So if it hits an iceberg or or if it hits a reef, just that part fills up full of water. The rest is sealed off, so that those compartments uh, will not be uh, uh, interrupted, won't be interfered with, and um, it limps to sh- safe harbor. I'm safe. Well, they, they obviously didn't uh, test it well enough, but the concept was right. And the super tankers today that are transporting. Uh, on our seas, they have those compartments. The question is, do you have those compartments? And do you think in terms of those compartments? And that's the key to successful living, your thoughts. Because every thought that you have is an action that has a physical reaction simultaneously with an emotional reaction and an intuitive vibe reaction. So every thought you have is being broadcast. That's the good news. What's the negative news? Every thought you have is being broadcast. So your thoughts that you believe are contained in your head, whether you have them segregated into arenas or not, they're being broadcast. So put down on a piece of paper these compartments because the two to 3,000 thoughts you have, they're not going to be divided equally. You're going to spend an inordinate amount of thoughts on the primary arena or container in your life. That doesn't mean it's the most important arena, but it's the one you spend the most time and energy and effort. It's typically, uh, if you're a student athlete, it's typically either school or it's your sport. And if you're in business, it's your job, it's your career, it's your vocation, it's your business. Again, that's not the most important arena in your life. Obviously, you're, you're a parent, You're a sibling, you're a son or daughter. You have your own mindset, your own wellness, but it's the one you spend a lot. Contain those thoughts. So then what happens? Well, you wake up in the morning. You're in your self arena when you wake up. You may have a significant other, but just for a few seconds, it's thoughts about you. Hopefully you visualize what you wanted the night before in whatever arena that you're going to attend to this particular day? And then before I go to to work, I need to prepare to transition from my self arena, my spouse arena, my dad arena, which can happen simultaneously as I'm getting up and getting ready to go to work with my family, uh, scrambling to go do what they're doing. Can I contain those thoughts? And am I literally ready to enter the next arena? Now, We have a 90-second rule. Now, all that means is it takes 90 seconds or less to make a mental thought change. You can change your mindset in less than 90 seconds. You can prepare in less than 90 seconds, for the most part. So before you go to work and you mentally transition to another arena of your life, will take 90 seconds to close the door on my personal arena, my family arena, my significant other arena, close the door on that. Obviously, we leave it ajar. We will be back. And then open the door to the business arena. In the first 90 seconds when I get there, after I've made this transition, hey, everybody, how are you doing? Look everybody in the eye long enough to discern eye color, be present, fully engaged. And now I'm in that arena what happens if I'm in the business arena and I get a text or I get a phone call from my significant other asking me to do something or even worse, giving me some negative news? Well, I've allowed that to intrude into my business arena. How often does that happen for everyone? Uh, every hour? The telephone, the cell phone, social media, we are allowing when we look at it for other arenas who have possible hidden agenda to enter the business arena, or I'm looking at my phone while I'm having dinner with my family, I'm allowing the business arena to spill right into my family arena. And I think it's right here that we need to make a stand. When you're at dinner, I'd make it a blanket for the family. There is no social media. Is that easy? Uh, Well, that's a habit. Is it easy to break? Not necessarily, but everybody needs to be on the same page. I'm in the family arena. I'm thinking about the family. I'm aware of the family. I'm having dinner with the family. Business should not be intruding that. I need to contain my thoughts in all of these arenas. This is arena management. This is thought management because you're only as great as what you think every day. Because of every one of your thoughts, every one of them, two to three thousand, they all have actions. They all trigger emotions, and they're all being broadcast. Arena management. So we have a self arena. We have a job arena. I'm I'm a son, even though my parents uh, are deceased, but I'm still the son of James and LaHoma Fannin. So any thoughts about them are contained within that arena. I have friends arena. And when I'm in the friends arena, I'm not going to bring up that I lost five grand in the stock market on paper. It's nobody's business. I need to contain those thoughts. I was with someone yesterday and they volunteered all kinds of financial information. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you telling me this information? I don't want to know how much money you have. I don't want to know what your challenges are financially. Why are you bringing this up? What is the point of this? and um, I quickly dismissed it. We also have parent arena. Well, that's every thought I have about my daughters. This is every thought you have about your son, but you don't drag that into your friend's arena and talk negative about your kids or talk negative about a significant other. Develop on a sheet of paper every arena of your life and then be aware of your thoughts inside that arena. Which arena needs most attention? Which arena has negative thinking? Which arena has a coach or a player in that arena that doesn't serve you well? Could be a boss, could be a co-worker, could be a family member. Understand the dynamics every day in your life. Reduce everything to its most simplistic form because... If you want to have a life that most people just dream about, much less have action for, you're going to have to change how you think. And an abnormal dream or abnormal vision, it's going to require abnormal thinking. And that's the difference between good and great is the degree of those thoughts, the quality of those thoughts, and the quantity of those thoughts. But I'm here to tell you, if you want a simple, balanced life, developing these arenas and thinking in terms of arenas, it's gonna serve you well. This is the pathway to be your genuine, authentic, best self. Now, the 90-second rule. There's hundreds of 90-second tools. But one of them we've talked about on the show It's on YouTube, a little seven-minute video. You can check it out. YouTube, Jim Fannin, 90-second rule. If you've been away from someone you love and really care about at least two hours, the first 90 seconds that you see them has more impact on the relationship than spending hours and hours with them later. So when you transition from a work environment to a home environment, put the phone down in the driveway. Close the door on the business, make that last business call in the driveway if you need to. But you're gonna walk into your house with the cell phone in your pocket and have it turned down, and you're not gonna be interrupted because you're gonna be walking into an arena where there is love, caring, people that really you value, and take the first 90 seconds when you see your significant other, look him or her right in the eye long enough to discern eye color. And if they're sad, you don't want to be sad, but mirror their sadness. You're all right. Everything okay? That way you can walk them up to a level of positivity. And if they're excited, the first time you've seen them, you haven't seen them in at least two hours, wow, what's going on? You're in a great mood. What's happening? Go there. Mirroring inside the 90 seconds. And if you have little kids, hold up, let me hug mommy, let me hug daddy. Now you're training your kids on how to treat their significant other 20, 30 years from now. And you're also showing respect to their mom or their dad, the 90-second rule. But that 90-second transition is even for a student. Take time in between classes. What's the takeaway in my algebra class? The bell rings. I now need to make a transition to American history. I need to understand the takeaways from the notes I've taken, the directive the teacher gave me of what she expects or he expects me to do, homework. And then I need to walk in American history and I'm mentally there. I'm there. Being present in each arena is one of the keys to having a successful life. And having less thoughts, not more thoughts, is going to contribute. To that success the best in the world have 30 40 percent less quantity of thought and it's the same amount of thoughts as you had when you were birth to five those 60 months that was the least amount of thoughts 1200 thoughts almost none about the past very few about the future can't even tell time don't have a calendar you're less than five years old you're in the moment And that's where super learning is. In the moment, that's where super healing is. In the moment, that's where super performing is in business, in sales, in management, in leadership, being present in that arena, going from arena to arena to arena. In order to have a life like that, you're going to focus even more, concentration is going to go up, this conversation today is all about self-discipline, about organizing your thoughts, and then containing thoughts, especially negative thoughts. Are you on the pathway to be the best that you can be? What do you need to do to be better? Do you have well-defined vision and goals for every aspect of your life? Most of us don't. It's that blueprint that will guide you to the next level. That's going to illuminate a pathway of what you're going to do this month, next month, this quarter, next quarter, this year, next year, 2020. Think about what you think about. Take mental thought inventory. Manage your thoughts. Manage your life. Manage your dreams. Can you daydream? Well, I wouldn't be daydreaming while I'm taking the algebra test. I wouldn't be daydreaming while I'm in a presentation for work. But there is a time to daydream. There is time to have free thoughts. And you need to put these times, these relaxation times, you need to put them well in advance. And as we approach a next month, you need to be organized, completely organized of what you want to accomplish. And by arena thinking and by containing thoughts, you're going to actually spend maybe even more energy because the more you're in the present, the more you're in the zone, the more mental, physical energy it takes. And that's why we put in vacations, days off, weekends free, a week day off to replenish our energy, to reorganize our thoughts. Once a week, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I highly recommend that you get into a mental helicopter and go to higher ground And look upon your life and peer into all of these arenas. Which of these arenas right now in your life need your most attention? Which one? And what needs to be done? What tasks need to be done to reach those goals? Right now, walking through every part of your life. And once you're in an arena, that arena has a score level. Yes, that arena, that financial arena Jimmy Money, all contained in my cigar box. All my thoughts about money were in there. Thoughts of paying my grandmother back. Thoughts of uh, getting my mother to help me with that uh, payback. They were all contained in one arena, all of them. Is that your life? Every arena has discipline or it does not. Every arena has focus. I'm either here right now doing this podcast, no place I'd rather be than behind this mic or I should turn the mic off and go do something else. Being present, every thought you have in that arena, is it positive, is it optimistic, is it confident or are there other people in that arena that have doubts and no confidence in the mission of that arena? And in every arena of your life, The financial arena, you can have stress, you can have low relaxation, you can have worry, anxiety. I was concerned about my $35 in my cigar box to the point where I'm getting in my bike and I'm gonna go look at my money in my cigar box. Then there's no cigar box, which I didn't understand. All of a sudden, I'm not relaxed. I'm stressed in that arena, but could I contain it? I did. I went and played baseball later. That had no impact on me hitting a ball solid with an accelerated bat head. Containing your thoughts, managing your thoughts, and and really helping manage all the thoughts in an arena because they're not always yours alone, that's going to help you have a simple, balanced, best life possible. So which arena needs your attention? And if we do choose an arena right now, let's go to the zone cafe. So hold that thought, get in that arena, one that needs your attention right now, and let's drive up to the zone cafe and let's see what element of score, the five markers, that once they're stable at a high level, the zone arrives in that particular arena of my life. I can be in the zone in one arena and then I go to another part of my life and I'm not in the zone at all. I might even be in the opposite. I might be in the downs. I might go into that arena and be be depressed. So every arena has its challenges. Which arena needs your attention? And now you've pulled up to the zone cafe because we're cooking five ingredients. You can only choose one for this particular arena. Would you like to order some self-discipline? We got a whole bunch of it here. Cooking it up on the grill the willingness, the commitment to stay with a task within this arena, to reach a well-defined goal in this arena that takes you to a vision of what you want some place and time for this particular arena. Do you need self-discipline? But maybe you need to put on blinders. Maybe you're easily disturbed. Maybe there's zone breakers or some kind of external stimuli or internal stimuli that's causing your focus to go somewhere else. How's your concentration? Would you like to order that? To be single-minded, single-purposed, with quality and accuracy? Maybe, maybe in this arena, you need more confidence. Maybe there's doubts from other people in the arena. Coworkers, a boss, direct reports, personal finance, a shaky stock market. How's your optimism? How's your confidence? And then let's check your relaxation. You're going to order one of these. How's your worry? Are you worrying about this arena? Are you replaying some negative things and you've anchored it into the past? How's your relaxation? You know, the awareness of any of these markers being low fixes it most of the time. Self-awareness. We're all awake. We're not all aware. And last, how's the enjoyment level in this particular arena? Because each arena has a Score level, self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. Every arena has that, and it can fluctuate as you mentally and physically move from arena to arena. So your homework assignment, let's get organized. Get your arenas, your containers of thought. Have a vision, have some goals, have some tasks. Know which one needs most of your attention typically a primary arena, and let's get busy in the next six days and let's contain all negative thinking. Which arena needs your attention? Which arena has more drama? Which arena has more negativity? And in that arena, which component of score do you need to focus on? So what are you going to order? Self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment, place your order It could be enjoyment, the happy meal. We're cooking up a whole bunch of it, a bag of it. What do you need to work on? Let's get busy. Are you thinking like a champion? Are you thinking big enough? Have you settled in one of these arenas? Are you trying to do less so that you won't cause friction? Have you put your head in the sand because other people are making too much noise? Let me just put my head in the sand. I'll ignore it, and maybe it'll go away. It doesn't go away. We're all awake. We are not all aware. I'm Jim Fannin. I coach champions. This show today is very simple. It's not a long one, but it's one that needs your absolute attention. If you're looking to go from mediocrity or good or real good to great. And greatness is hitting a high daily standard over a long period of time. And I don't throw that around too much. Arenas, thoughts, think about what you think about. And until next week, I'm Jim Fannin. I coach champions. That's why I'm with you. And if you've got any questions, any concerns, want me to talk about any other subject, well, send me an email, Jim at jimfannin.com, A-S-K-J-I-M at dot com. And if you enjoy this uh, podcast, please share it with people that you care about and help give them an edge in whatever they do, pass it on to someone. And if you want to take a deeper dive uh, into arena management and, and containing thoughts, be sure to check out The Blueprint. And you can get the blueprint on Amazon, my book. Uh, You can definitely get it at jimfannon.com. Let's be in the zone, everybody. Let's get our score level balanced. It's the only place to be. Until next week, be in the zone. This has been America's Most Positive
0: Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is a Crush Performance with Jeff Cruschel Quick Fix on Radio Influence. When we talk about our athlete development, and this sets up the show for today, again, one of the the things we're going to be tackling here, um, and uh, some of the questions, I guess, information and feedback I've gotten recently on the show is people are missing the Crush War on Sugar. And it's not that we're uh, ignoring it, we are researching it feverishly. But there's some incredibly new research coming out on how the body works, and honestly, it's, I'm so enamored with this. Uh, the next Warren Sugar episode that we do, I want it to be about this. Because I think this is really going to change how we all think about not just athlete performance and, and long-term development, but our health in general. Oh, man. If we were to measure the two most precious commodities on the planet, the two most precious commodities to you, what would you say? I, just think about this. If I were to ask you right now. Answer this question for me. What are the two most precious things you control right now? We contemplated this question with our athletes at every single level. And when we come to it, when we break it down and come to the the final, when we break it down and come to the final solution of this, when we break down all the lists and all the ideas, our children, our health, our pets, our finances, you know, our performance, our health, Most certainly. Time. Yes. Your health and time are the two most precious commodities that we have control of. Crush Performance with Jeff Cruschel can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.